Welcome to the Living With Less podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea DeMattis, and I'll be bringing you weekly episodes to encourage and invite you along on this journey of living with less of the things getting in the way of our relationship with Christ. Here's today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Living With Less podcast. It's so crazy that you can take a year and a half long pause and just be able to jump back in and say, welcome back to another episode. I wanted to just give a brief update on life and where I'm at in my walk with the Lord right now, what God's been doing, what he's revealed to me just through the last year and a half of becoming a mom now of two The devotional, more of him, less of me, living a Christ-centered life in a me-centered world has been out in the world now for nearly a year. It's so crazy, but God has just done so much work in my heart, especially here in the last month or so. And I really wanted to be able to just share that with you guys because I'm sure there are a lot of you that are probably in the same boat. I feel like a lot of people started listening and tuning into the podcast and following over on the Living With Less podcast social media page during 2020. And what I found myself in in 2020 was even more of a hunger to get into God's word, to write it on my heart, to understand it for myself and to stop just blindly following anybody and everybody who claimed to be a Christian, who had lots of books, who gave great sermons. I wanted to truly know his word for myself. And that's what started this podcast in 2019 to truly live a life that was more of Christ and less of myself. And here we are in 2022 and God has done so much through that. So starting with 2020, what I think is so important to talk about that I found myself in that I do think a lot of other people might jump on this with me or maybe feel this way is I found myself where I finally found the theological box that if somebody asked me to put a check mark beside, I could put a check mark beside the box that I felt, okay, this is where I'm at theologically. And I still stand by that too. I'm not saying that I have changed that because I finally was able to go through God's word in a way that I hadn't before because I needed to. I realized I had too many beliefs that I just had because other people told me to have them and I needed to dig in for myself. So I found the theological box that I would put the check mark beside that I fall into 99.9% of the time. However, in falling into that box, I then started following people that are very extreme though in that theological belief. And what you will find in that theological belief, if you go to the extreme on the not so great end, is lots of sarcasm, lots of callous behavior, lots of, honestly, just feeling like they're not very kind. And I found, and they are also ones that really, really, really shy away from experiencing the Lord and having emotional moments with the Lord. It's very cold and can be very hard. And because of that, I found myself having a really hard time because I will say, and we can find this in scripture. I kept going back to Psalm 139. God knit me. God formed me in my mother's womb. God knit in me emotion. God knit in me my five senses. God knit in me 
a passionate desire to love him, serve him, and honor him in the way that he designed me. And that's going to look different for other people. Other people are not going to be as emotional. Other people are not going to want to experience things. And that's okay. But where I found myself in this theological box, following all of these people that basically made it feel like you cannot have experiences and you cannot be emotional because if you are those things, you are following an emotional, progressive, and earthly driven relationship with God. And that was really hard for me. And for over a year, over a year, I have continued to wrestle with this where I have been like, Lord, I have had experiences with you. And when I look in scripture, when I read the Psalms, when I read even in the New Testament, there were experiences with you. People experienced the presence of God. People experienced the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of them. People were emotional. You look at the life of David again. When I sit in the Psalms and I look at the Psalms, There is no way anybody can tell me that I cannot have an emotional time with the Lord. And this doesn't just mean sitting with my Bible open and crying while I read the Bible. I can be driving and be in prayer and have a deep emotional time with God. And that's not wrong. And what I think has happened over the last two years is when people have got, they want to stay away from obviously, praise God, false teaching, false doctrine, people that are just doing feeling led faith or progressive Christianity. Yes, we want to run and mark and avoid and flee from those things. However, we then find ourselves because we are, we humans, because we are finite, we always seem to end up on one end of the spectrum or the other end of the spectrum. We're always in extremes. And I I wish I understood that. I do think that's just part of the fall. But what I found is we all went from one side all the way to the other side. Not all of us, but a lot of people, a lot of women like me who went, whoa, pump the brakes. I don't want to be following this person just because their Bible study is a Lifeway best-selling Bible study. I don't want that anymore. So I'm going to go to this end of the spectrum. But now over here, it's I I can't have an experience with God. I can't feel emotions with God. I just have to read my Bible. That is the only way I'm going to hear God's voice. And that's the only time I can experience God is when I'm in his word. And everything outside of that is emotion and fleeting and me and my humanity. And that's a dangerous place to be. And recently I had this conversation with one of my mentors, shout out to Julie. I love her so much. I'm so grateful for God putting her in my life, but she and her husband, they are in the theological box that I say that I myself am into. And I had this conversation with her because I thought, I wonder where Julie's at. Because if you all knew Julie's story and maybe someday I'll bring her on to share it. If you knew her story and you knew what she has walked through, you would sit there and go, okay. So she's here. This is theologically where she's at. But she has experienced God in ways that I pray I never have to. And she has had emotional moments with the Lord that are beautiful. That wasn't just when she sat with her Bible open. And so I'm sitting here and we're talking through this. And she said, Chelsea, you can read all throughout scripture when God met people where they were. God met people in the, the emotions and the experiences, God is there. God is always with us. He is always present with his people. 
And so through that conversation with her, because again, yes, I take all of my things that I'm thinking and wondering and feeling and praying through, and I hold them up to scripture. But I also am going to go to other women or to my pastor, who obviously has far more wisdom than I, who we can sit here and talk through these things because they too have studied this. And I just want to say, if you are listening and you found yourself spending the last year and a half wondering and trying to figure out, was I doing this right? What if I'm crying? What if I cry when I hear a song on the radio? What if I cry when I'm in worship in church? Is that bad? Is this a false feeling? Am I, is this okay? Or if you are out driving and you, or you're at the grocery store and you experience God in an incredible way and answer to prayer. This happened to me two years ago. I was praying that God would just show me. I felt like Gideon. I was praying. I said, Lord, I just want to know that somebody is praying for me. I just want to know that someone else is praying for me without me having to ask. I was in a really hard place. This was three years ago. And I am not kidding you. When I got home that afternoon, a friend of mine sent me a video, not of her, but of her daughter who found a card with my picture on it. And she said, mommy, let's pray for her. And they prayed for me that morning. And she sent me the video that afternoon. And I had prayed that prayer that morning. That is experiencing God in such an incredibly beautiful way. And for that to ever be diminished because of a extreme end of people in a theological box, that is not good. That is a terrible thing because that experience meant so much to me. And I knew in that moment, and I still know it today, God answered my prayer before I even spoke the word out of my mouth. And that's amazing and that's beautiful. And again, that is not to be diminished. God is ever present. God is all knowing. God is outside of time. And so for us to just put him in a little box and say, this is the only way God works. That can be a really dangerous place. And yes, I do believe we have to be theologically sound. You can't just think that God changes every which way the wind blows. Absolutely not. However... We are finite. We do not know all things. God knows all things. God is the one that has created you and me. And he is the one that knows every single thing that I will experience. And he already knew before I was born the way that I would experience him. He knew the way my emotions would be. He knew my shortcomings. He knew the things that I would be great and gifted at. And Over these last several years, I have come to the point to say, Lord, please don't ever let me get so prideful to think that I know everything I need to know about you, that I know more than the person sitting next to me. I don't want to be there. I don't want to be there. Pride goes before the fall. We read that in Proverbs, and I can't think of the scripture right now because I am sitting in the preschool pickup line, but... It is just so important that you know that, yes, you can experience God, not just when your Bible is open, that you can be emotional with God, not just when your Bible's open, 
but you can come before God at all times, in all places, no matter what, no matter what sin is in your life, no matter what you are dealing with, you can always come to him and before him. And he is there and he is with you. And yes, we must be theologically sound. We cannot be tossed to and fro by the things of this world. However, we cannot get caught up in these extremes that end up diminishing the gifts of God that we praise the Lord get to experience on this side of heaven. Praise God that the Lord met me in the moment that I was praying desperately to know that somebody else was praying for me without me needing to ask them to pray for me. I knew God saw me in that moment. And I can tell you, I was driving when I prayed that prayer. I was not just sitting with my Bible open praying it. And so I want to encourage you, if you have found yourself in this place of feeling like you have diminished or squandered your emotions and your experiences because you just wanted to seem like you could fit in this little box that you think these people were right and that you must be wrong if you have an experience or an emotion with the Lord. I pray that you will, like myself, I had to turn to the Lord and repentance that I would diminish something that was such a gift from him. And that I was sorry for following a group of people over following the one true king, the one who has written all things, the one who has shown us in scripture from Genesis to Revelation that we can experience God and that we can be emotional with God, that we are going to have emotional reactions with God, with music that points us to Jesus. When we're out in creation, that makes us think of him as creator and the one who created all these things that all point back to him. He is worthy of our praise and we should never, ever diminish what God has gifted us with. So I just pray that you will feel blessed by this. It is just a really brief check-in and just sharing where God has me. Colin's Grace is nine months old. This year has flown by. The book has been out for almost a year. The book and her were born within two weeks of one another. So there has just been incredible things over the last year that God has unfolded. And I'm just so grateful for all of you and just for the way that God continues to work in my heart. All praise to him. And I am praying that this podcast will be able to be regularly scheduled at some point in the near future, but I'm still as a mom of two little ones. This is where my time is most valuable and most important and where I feel called. But I wanted to share an update and tell you all that I'm still so grateful for you. Thank you for sharing about the book. If you've bought the book, please leave a review on Amazon or Barnes and Noble. That would mean so much to me. And I'm just incredibly grateful. So I hope you guys have a great day today and a great rest of your week. And we will talk soon, hopefully not in a year and a half. Have a good one, guys. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. You can find everything we talked about at chelseadomatis.com. If you have any questions, please reach out over social media. I'd love to chat. If you enjoyed today's episode and are loving the podcast, I would be so honored if you left a review on iTunes or shared on social media. Your kind words and encouragement mean the world to me, and I pray to continue showing you God's grace over my life as you all journey this out with me. Wherever you find yourself listening today, know that you are fully loved and fully known by God.